0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. Uh, This is just a little reminder that there's only five days left to purchase any THP merch. If you uh, are interested in that, I will put the link in the episode description again so that you can uh, just one click and get to the website really quickly. Uh, So yeah, so go ahead and buy some and support me. So this week we'll be talking about a few self-care tips that I think are so important for introverts to maintain a balance in their lives and all of these I think are also great for just everyone in general they're like just like daily things that I think are wonderful ways to make sure that you maintain your self-care and your mental health. So, I'm just gonna jump right on in. So number one is schedule alone time. And when I say schedule alone time, I mean literally like block off time in your calendar or something like for yourself, you know? You'd put a meeting in or a class if you're a student. Make sure you put in like, However, you want to describe it, block off a chunk, however long you want it to be as well, however long you think you can fit into your day, like literally block off a chunk of time in your calendar. And I mean both like daily chunks of time, so maybe you would do like half an hour, maybe an hour every day, and then also blocking off entire days for yourself so daily time is great for re-energizing and processing it's like taking some time for yourself to go through what's happened through the day and kind of realign yourself just bring yourself back to kind of who you want to be right and this could be anything simple as relaxing and reading a book, watching TV, taking a nap, going for a walk, whatever, right? Taking entire what I like to call self days or me days are important for you because it allows you to make sure that you don't overload your schedule um I know especially now with if how busy people are you know work and school and family and friends and they just feel like you never have time for yourself it's important to take those entire days for yourself to just like take a break and remind yourself that you are important too it's important to take care of yourself and just having a day where you can um, step back and take a break from your daily life uh, maybe treat yourself however you see fit but taking entire days i've done this before is so nice and so helpful and honestly it's a great way to re-enter like really re-energize because you just feel refreshed by the end of the day and the next day is just like I can do anything, type of thing. So, schedule in alone time. Number two is the reverse of that scheduling in socialization. And again, I literally mean scheduling this into your calendar, both like daily times and whole entire days. Right? You wanna schedule in your daily time where you have some availability. Because, again, people are busy, they don't have a lot of time, and maybe you want to catch up with that friend or something, and you don't schedule it in, and so you're not exactly sure. So you give given an estimate time, and you're like, yeah, I'm available around this time, and, you know, it doesn't really ever work out because you didn't schedule it in, and so now you're busy, or you forget, or whatever happens. So you literally schedule it into your calendar and you block off however long I'm available to talk to a family member or a friend from this time to this time and next time they ask, "Hey, can you catch up?" You be like, yeah, I can. On this day, I'm available for at this time. and then it's perfect. You don't have to worry about it. It's right there on your calendar. And then also planning in and scheduling entire days for socializing whether that be with family or friends or a significant other whoever um scheduling in a whole day right again to have balance you have days for yourself and then you have days where you can socialize and be with other people and um again it's important to schedule this in because it for introverts especially, it's, it allows you to be mentally prepared for the social interaction and to kind of maybe take a, a self-day leading up to it so you're not exhausted or um, overwhelmed or anything leading up to it. Um, and it makes sure that you have enough time devoted to it. When you block off and you schedule that time, and make sure you can have enough time where you are fully devoted to it and you're not kind of half there and half somewhere else you know so schedule in both alone time and socialization okay number three is learning to say no and this one is really big for everyone i think um because this doesn't just have to be, like, declining a social invitation. Because, um, you know, maybe a friend says, hey, you want to hang out? And you're like, no, I can't do that today. It's not just that. It includes volunteering to do something for someone. Um, this could be a friend or a family member or even your boss or some a co-worker, someone you work with. Um I don't know, other people in your life, um, or taking more work onto your plate when you already kind of have a full plate, and etc. There's so many other things that this involves. Um, and when you are not mentally able to do it, or you are literally have too much to do already, it's important to say no. Because when you don't say no to people, you teach them that they can always ask you for things or ask you to do stuff, because you're always going to say yes. You become reliable in that way and almost reliable in a negative way for yourself. And the intention behind people-pleasing is often to make others happy but this often comes at the expense of your own happiness and that's why it's so important to say no when you don't want to or you cannot because you only hurt yourself when you don't say no and I know that. That might be hard because a lot of people are taught to say yes. Um, Even if they don't think they're going to be able to do it, they're taught to say yes, because that's the nice and polite thing to do. But just want to remind you that it is completely okay to choose yourself, to choose your well-being and to say no. I don't want to no I cannot right now no I'm already doing too much and um, I know at work this can be really hard for some people because maybe saying no to a boss who is higher up than you or a co-worker just feels wrong right but If you're not gonna be able to complete that work that they're asking you to do, then what's the point of you taking on that work? You're either gonna get penalized for it, for not being able to do it on time, or you're gonna have to go to someone else and ask them for help as well because you weren't able to do it all on your own. Um, So a great tip for this is if someone asks you to take on more work at work, um, and you already have a full plate, you can respond by saying something like, yes, I can do this, but I already have XYZ, or I already have a lot I need to do. What is your top priority right now? And what is something I can do? drop or put in the background for now so that I can complete this for you that's one way to do it and I'm not telling you you have to but I know that it can be stressful to say no at work and instead of saying no maybe find a way to compromise and take something off your plate so that when you add something on it's not changing the workload and your stress level (laughs) um so yeah so learn to say no and it's going to take practice and it's going to feel weird the first couple times you do it but the more you practice the easier it comes and I promise you are going to feel so much better when you say no and you realize that it doesn't put this weight or this stress on you anymore so learn to say no Number four is journal. And this one I'm a little biased about because I love to journal. It's just, I love to write about how I feel and what goes on in my day so that I can process things. But I think journaling is such uh, an amazing way to kind of gather and process your thoughts um, onto paper, onto a place that you can kind of go back and read and think okay okay i see what i was thinking here and i see what ha- happened here and then you kind of like can fully process everything when it's on a piece of paper and additionally this allows you to express yourself especially when it may be hard for most introverts to express themselves verbally and I know that's a challenge I struggle with a lot is to express myself verbally or to um, speak the things that I'm thinking about. My mind might be thinking about 101 different things and I don't know how to properly put them into words for people to f- um, fully understand what it is going on in my head. And being able to write it out kind of helps me process it and express myself. and make it neat, tie it up in a bow kind of thing. So journaling, I love journaling. I always highly recommend journaling. Um, Yeah. And number five, the last one, is to find a hobby you're passionate about. And I say this because it is so important to invest into your happiness, no matter what it is. Um, So maybe you like to read or maybe you like to garden or maybe you like to cook or exercise um i don't know draw paint whatever it is you know find time it doesn't have to be every day um, or even every week but try and find time i would say at least twice a month that you can really sit down and partake in something that you're super passionate about that is a hobby and you know something that kind of it doesn't it doesn't involve work it doesn't involve family it doesn't involve friends it's kind of just you and whatever this is where you can kind of just you know (laughs) I don't know how to explain it but when you're doing something that you're passionate about for me it's reading and i just recently started really reading again and it's the most amazing feeling i haven't been able to like really sit down and read for years now partially because i've been in school and also because i just really haven't had the motivation to do it and i've been reading so much lately and i just like have to put my book down because I'm like I have to go to bed now otherwise I'm gonna be so tired tomorrow and I'm like why why can't I just read all day every day because I love reading and I mostly love the feeling I have about loving to read and it's just a feeling you can't even describe because it just feels good to do something I love and for pretty much everyone that's gonna be a hobby but I mean if you're one of those lucky few whose hobby is your um career then congratulations you like pass that life like that is my goal is to be in a career that I am passionate about and I love to go to every single day um, but, yeah, find a hobby that you can kind of just do on your own and invest into your happiness. What makes you happy, what drives you, what motivates you. And if you don't know what that is right now, that is okay. Like, take the time to learn. Um, maybe you need to take a cooking class or uh, a yoga class or um, read a book you haven't read in a while um or I don't know what other people do (laughs) um maybe you used to like to draw and you just haven't drawn in a really long time and you don't think you'll be good at it but maybe if you pick up a pencil and start drawing again you get that feeling back I don't I really don't know but Taking that time to figure it out so that you have a hobby that you are passionate about is also investing into your happiness. And so it's also important to learn the things that you are passionate about. Um, Because you learn about yourself and you learn what makes you happy so that you can do the things that make you happy so that you can be happy. (laughs) Um, So... It's okay if you don't know right now. Like, no judgment at all. I know that it can take time to figure out what you like. And taking that time is important too. So, do what you need to do, but find a hobby you're passionate about. Alright, so really quickly, I'm just going to go through them. Just to refresh your mind if you already forgot. Number 1 was to schedule alone time. Number 2 was to schedule socialization. Number 3 was to learn to say no. Number 4 was to journal. And number 5 was to find a hobby that you're passionate about. And these are just a couple like tips for maintaining your self-care. There's a ton of other tips. And, you know, find what works for you. Um, These five things really work for me, and I think that they are great. And people should use them as often as possible. Uh, But, you know, everyone is different, and people work differently. And so find what works for you as well. If you realize that journaling just isn't your thing, then journaling isn't your thing. And maybe it's something else. Maybe it's talking to someone. Um, whether that be a family member or a friend or um, a therapist or your pet, I don't know, <laughs> or yourself even, like that is literally okay or whatever it is, find something that works for you and pursue it. Like go at it with all of your heart because when you do things for yourself, you will start to realize how important you are and uh, how important it is to do what makes you happy and not what makes other people happy. Okay, (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Heart of a Perfectionist. If you enjoyed this episode or if you learned anything new, please go share it with a friend And as always, have a good weekend and I look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast.